0: and gentlemen, boys and girls.
1: welcome back to fright central where we talk all things horror i'm kevin dock and i'm back here again with keck and we are just touching up on our Stephen king we just reviewed josh boone's the stand because i forgot to mention the uh writer creator of uh the, the new series so i thought i'd bring that right to the top well now we um, all know yeah so yeah he also did the uh the not very good New Mutants that uh kind of kept getting delayed and pushed back and then finally just dumped on VOD as like the last X Men project. Granted, I think it was better than the previous X Men project, uh Dark Phoenix, and then probably better than a lot of the other ones, but it still wasn't very good. But uh, his, so and that and the stand, uh, his his track record's not that great right now with me. So, but uh some stephen king adaptations that i am looking forward to and i hope you are too i have some written down right here i've got um mr mercedes season three is coming to peacock on march 4th the first two seasons are already available uh it's with uh um brendan gleason and he plays a retired detective sets out to uh hunt a serial killer who begins tormenting him through like letters and emails and stuff like that? And it's supposed to be a really good series. I mean, I like Brendan it's, Gleason. It's so.
0: Peacock affiliate with whether they a subsidiary of
1: that's uh NBC Universal. Gotcha. So, all the Universal stuff on there. Um, so that the third third season, uh, they haven't said that it was going to be the final season at all, but I, that the season's already kind of been out for a while. They're just finally putting the, the third season on peacock right now so that ne- doesn't necessarily hasn't been cancelled or not unlike Castle Rock which apparently the, like they say it's cancelled but the they're also saying that um, that that's where they wanted the story to end it doesn't really seem like yeah, that's does, where they want the way, it to it, end
0: it does not seem like that's where they would want it to in fact like, yeah that seemed like there was a lot that could be done from that point
1: yeah like well, I, I thought they were gonna kind of open it up into more of a, a dark tower type of scenario where they were gonna explore the world of steaming king and like the those little stories like that and then and season two was so I, phenomenal dude, like so there, phenomenal. There, there was so
0: much like you know i mean like there are so many good directions they could have went from there like yeah. two very solid seasons um with obvi- obviously they were able to attract great cast the acting was very very good um yeah. the storytelling like was done properly like yeah. it, they were good solid adaptations of king's writing which is not always good yeah and <laughs>
1: like it wasn't it even uh and the, i think what was made it even better was that like, it wasn't like a direct adaptation of anything it was like we took these stories and these characters and we put them in this yeah. new situation or whatever but so. they
0: were those the stories and characters they were just portrayed very effectively
1: yeah that's you it know yeah i
0: mean and it, it was just you know it is something i'm not useful but uh, you uh, used to yeah. like it wasn't like just thrown together crap like a lot of like Stephen King material is like th- this was carefully planned and um it was well executed but both uh both seasons and like you know I, hey I'm always someone that says like look if you don't have any good ideas I would rather like you just stop what you're doing now then make a mediocre project just because like you know you had fans that wanted to say it yeah, like if, yeah. if, you, if you've drawn the blank like if you don't think you can attract the talent if you don't think you're going to be able to put forth a quality product like i would rather just lay it down and move on and that be a reason because that is a good reason you yeah. know i mean rather than get crap but like i would have liked it if, if that's the reason and like if they had said like you know we're we just want to move on i could accept that but like god damn it really see and there's just so much more material there's so many other directions they could go to and they've already shown like that they have a very successful format with some reoccurring characters too they could probably attract a lot more talent I own. and this they announced this before the pandemic correct
1: no, I think this uh, might have happened in the middle of pandemic because I was going to say that this might have been one of those shows that just got canceled because uh, of COVID. Yeah. And it's Hulu, it was Hulu. I think uh Hulu was doing it before Disney had uh bought out most of Hulu. So I, I believe Disney owns uh almost like 90% of Hulu now. So might have been it might have been like a Disney cut thing as well so it might not have just been that there might have been a few factors involved i don't know but then they also canceled the outsider at hbo after one se- series which granted uh, it doesn't there needs
0: to be more than one season
1: no i don't think it should either but i think they i think king had ideas for second season he had already started writing and i believe they are shopping it around to other networks right now but like that one series pretty much covers the entire book from what I understand. So it's like, it's not like you have other material to work yeah. off of. And when you don't have other material to work off of, when you're basing something directly on it, then don't do it. But Castle Rock's not directly based on anything. It's just a bunch of different stories with with sometimes reoccurring characters in a reoccurring town. So you can easily go off and keep doing that. Like, I don't understand. Yeah but whatever yeah yeah
0: I don't well you know hey like we didn't get this is what I would say to Stephen King who talked about like you know arguing with fans over closure and stuff like that this is the kind of stuff I'd like closure on <laughs> I'd yeah. like an explanation yeah We're, we stopped this because even if they just said like you know we stopped this because like we just aren't feeling it like <laughs> like and just yeah. anything like you know i mean we just uh, I, I i like reasons for things like you know i i, I, I like, like reasons like, you know <laughs> what i mean no but what i mean is is if like something started like for example uh the show uh i don't know but you could pick any show that has started to decline in its later seasons like game and of thrones you, yeah you don't have to and say you run any- out of
1: source material
0: well you don't yeah. have to say anything like if like you know you're you know it, it you don't have to say anything if like you know you've been on a decline
1: for several years and oh yeah, not like and,
0: and yeah i wasn't like yeah saying you know i mean they kind of had like, to end
1: game of thrones like you couldn't just be like oh well we're out of ideas because we're out of source material you kind of have to end it like yeah. well no, I, I wasn't gonna use game of thrones yeah, I'm just, yeah like, that it's, is about exactly. several
0: seasons of decline where things have been just getting worse and worse you know what i mean like you know and it suddenly ends like people are like all right well you know it, it it wasn't good like you know there was an obvious like decline in quality like you know it just ended no one cared but like they were
1: at like the top of their game. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, anyway,
0: only two seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that was disappointing about it. Like maybe if it had an actual complete story, I would have felt better. But.
0: Well, I mean, it completed
1: that story. But yeah, maybe one, maybe, maybe somebody can maybe pick it up. Maybe it'll come
0: back. Maybe yeah. it'll come back after the pandemic, after, you know, a lot of that Yeah, I mean. Who, maybe who another
1: network will pick it up. Who knows? Yeah. 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 I don't know. But uh, another one coming this uh, year, actually coming to Apple TV in the summer, is J.J. Uh, Abrams produced uh, Lizzie Story. It's spelled L-I-S-E-Y. I don't know if that's Lisey, but I think it's Lizzie's, it's Lizzie's story. But uh, this one's, uh, it's about a personal thriller that follows Lizzie Landon, uh, played by Julianne Moore, two years after the death of her husband, uh, played by Scott uh, Clive Owen. Uh, a series of unsettling events calls Lizzie to face memories of her marriage that she has desperately blocked out of her mind. Uh, Joanne Allen, or Joan Allen, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Dandy Hain and uh, Ron Jones also star. I know.
0: that's, that's the cast I like.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty good cast list right there. And uh, everything I've, all the TV series that I've watched on Apple. uh, Plus, uh, sorry, I think I wrote down Apple TV, but it's Apple Plus. uh, All the stuff I've seen on there has been great so far. Is
0: Mystic Quest Apple Plus?
1: Yes. Mythic Quest is Apple Plus and Ted Lasso, which was fantastic, is Apple Plus as well.
0: Oh, Ted! La- I I didn't know. That. I thought Ted Lasso is like Netflix or something. Um, <laughs> no, you got
1: you got to check out Ted Lasso if you haven't seen. No, it. I already have. I've already oh, seen. Okay. It.
0: I just didn't realize yeah. that's what it was on. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's yeah. That's quality. That's that's uh quality programming right there. Like that. That's good stuff. Uh, when, and I'm sorry. When is
1: this? Um, it just says this summer. There's not a, a release date yet, but uh. This summer, sometime. Um, I don't know if there's even a trailer yet, but that—that that was just so the, uh, the most. More than likely
0: recent. next summer.
1: No, it's coming to it's coming to Apple, so it's already done. So it's gonna be. It's coming out this uh, this summer. It's not like mo- a movie coming to theaters. That that's definitely getting pushed back. But this is this is coming. So out.
0: this is a totally completed project.
1: Yeah, like, this, they're yeah. they're saying guarantee this summer. They just don't have an exact release date. Yeah. Well,
0: if yeah. they wanted to, they could start airing airing it this week if Probably. they want.
1: Because Maybe. it's
0: a, But I'm saying like it's in concrete. It's completely a finished
1: product. As far as I know, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's definitely. Uh, HBO Max has given a series order to Overlook, which is another J.J. Abrams produced uh, through his company, Bad Robot, because they have like, a good deal with HBO or whatever. Uh, this show is inspired and featured, if you don't know by now, The Shining Hotel. So I guess it's supposed the to... The Overlook Hotel. Yeah they overlook hotel so it's supposed to explore the untold terrifying stories of the most famous haunted hotel in america
0: in the core they called it room 237
1: maybe i think there's already a documentary called that i think that might be why they went with overlook because that was the name of the the hotel because it's not just about that room it's about the whole hotel i guess so I don't know it just seems unnecessary i don't know (laughs) but i'll check it out if it's hbo max i mean it might be pretty good
0: well how many how many we've had we've had the shining then we had the tv mini series the shining then we had um doctor sleep doctor doctor sleep um I, I'm not sure of anything else.
1: Yeah, but I—I um, I mean, we only need it, the original Shining and Doctor Sleep. We don't need a, a whole series. Yeah, of I really only out. need the original Shining to be honest.
0: When, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. kind of starting to beat it to death a little bit. I guess. Yeah.
1: I mean, I—I I, I really like Doctor Sleep, so but that—that that was a whole other podcast. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I don't even know if we talked about it, but whatever. Uh, then the last oh, weekend, we Okay, yeah. And uh, then the last piece of news I have is Edgar Wright who did Shaun of the Dead and uh Hot Fuzz and Baby Driver he is co-writing and directing a new adaptation of The Running Man. So not a remake of The Running Man, a new adaptation of the uh the book. Wow. that he wrote under his pen name Richard Bachman. So I'm I I love Edgar Wright and uh I think that he had talked about like if there was one Stephen King thing or or something that he could adapt he said it would be the running man it looks like he's getting his uh his wish now what so. if they get
0: schwarzenegger to be the host of the game show
1: well i'll see i never read the book so i don't even know if any of that's even in there because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because the, the way they're saying a new adaptation of the running man i'm like i mean yeah. is that not that was the running man that we got with schwarzenegger not the same so i mean i have no idea uh, yeah i don't
0: know and the, the only thing i mean it's sort of i i don't, it's sort of like the hunger games kind of reminds me of a little bit and yeah. i don't i don't I, I get if it's a totally new ad that who knows maybe there's not even the man running
1: yeah <laughs> it's, it's I mean, totally maybe he's just running in place <laughs> yeah
0: like it, like what uh, the movie Forbidden Planet did for William Shakespeare's The Tempest. Like, just a totally different take. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, there, yeah, it has nothing to do with men running. Nobody dies and um it's it, it's arguable that it's even like sci-fi horror it could be something totally different yeah like we really have no idea about it could be a love story
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i'd have to i'd have to read the book to tell you uh anything about it but i've never gotten around to that maybe i will who knows but <laughs> yeah that's that's all the major uh news of like the ones coming out uh either this year or like You know uh, in development or whatever that have been announced recently there's actually a whole list that i've seen of like 21 uh, movies or TV shows that are in production so called i'm not going to list them all, but we can go into ones that we would like to see Let me just
0: get a quick definition like what exactly is pre-production when like when it's listed say on imdb or something is does that mean like the pro the project has started the money has been the money has been acquired that means has begun or is this like or is this like actual early production like they've started shooting? I've never been totally no. clear on what pre-production it, I, I know obviously pre-production is before post production. <laughs> uh, you know what i mean and actual pro- i'm just wondering like um you know what does that entail like does that mean like it's definitely happening the money has been acquired no, no. casting has started or what you know what i mean do you can you just give Pre- a little-
1: yeah pre-production and in, 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 when you see in development that just means somebody has decided that they want to adapt something and they they've gotten the they've procured the rights. That's like the earliest stage. They procured the rights to do this. And and King is so they famous. haven't
0: even pitched it to they haven't even pitched it to a it could yet? it
1: could be a studio that that's decided they want to pick something up or like they're like, hey, we, we want to adapt this project. Let's go out and get the rights to it. Sometimes it means they haven't even hired a writer yet, that they've just been like, hey You see that Stephen King book, I want to make a movie or TV show out of it. Let's get the rights to that. And then they hire, then the first thing they do is hire a writer and they fuck off and and write it. Then then there's rewrites and all that other stuff. Like and then the rest of pre-production is hiring director, actors, and then the whole production crew. Okay.
0: So pre-production is they have not even begun the project yet. Yeah, they they might be writing it,
1: but they haven't started shooting yet. Like, but yeah, a pre, pre yeah, production can be anywhere from, you know, getting the cast and crew together to just starting the writing process. Okay. Sometimes you'll hear like a studio is <clears throat> has decided they want to adapt a certain project, and then you won't hear for like a month later that, like, okay, they've hired this writer on or this writer on. You know what I mean? Like, so sometimes it's even earlier stages. Okay. Stevie, so Stevie, it's King more is, in its
0: infancy than I thought.
1: Yeah, uh, some things can be, uh, other things can be a lot further on. But uh, Stephen King, like with his work, I think he, you can just write him a letter or send him a dollar or something like that if you want to adapt one of his projects. But the the catch is that if you do it that way, you can't make profit off of it. So it can be like a student film or just to like show somebody that like, hey, like I can make this short. I can I'm good at this short story and pay, pitch that. To a studio so you can turn around and do that but you can't show it like public i mean i guess if it's a student film you're kind of showing it publicly but you can't make profit off of it mm-hmm. But i'm sure like you can be like oh let me i got this for like a dollar or whatever let me go out get some money we'll shoot an entire thing and then be like oh, okay this this is actually pretty good we've made some money off of it. then go out and get the rights you could do it that way but i feel like it's probably harder to do it that way you that get be, shit like, from...
0: insanely risky like is yeah. going to invest in a project that you might be able to actually produce
1: yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like give
0: give us this money and we're gonna make this and then we're gonna hope that we're allowed to legally show it and actually recoup on our investment. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't
1: seem like King is like, you know, very, it doesn't seem like he's protective of his, uh, stuff that much it seems like if you just want to be like hey i want to make this movie he'll just give you a price i guess depending on the project and be like oh you want to make a show out of this well i want this amount of money or you want oh you this want is actually out?
0: something that stephen king is, like has i thought this was like um a legal snag or something like that like when somebody when you want to sell somebody a car but like you they don't you don't want to like actually charge them a bunch of money. You sell them a car for like a dollar or something like that to avoid like them like writing on a new expense on their income taxes or something like that.
1: Um oh yeah no I'm yeah I mean like
0: I didn't know that this was something that Stephen King has like said uh, like yo if you want to adapt my shit, just give me a dollar. I thought this was
1: actually like no, yeah that's a yeah he's he's straight up oh. like it's a it's a thing like within like like well, for, it's I mostly
0: him, i i i did not know <laughs> i yeah. did not know he did that it's
1: yeah he does that. it's mostly for like student films and people that are just just so like like he's he's really like you know free to like let people do their stuff but like if you want to actually make money off of something it might like i don't know like how much he charges you know, if you want to actually, like, make money off of one of his books or something like that. But if you just want to make a student film or something like that, he's all for it. So yeah. I think that's really cool. Like, I wish I would known that when I was in film school, I would have been like, "Yo, let's fucking adapt this fucking Stephen mm-hmm. King piece real yeah. quick.
0: Yeah, ser- <laughs> yeah, seriously. That so I mean, so but it the fact that he would let people do that has to mean that he's at least open to the possibility where if he's going to you know give you the rights to that like that he's going to also be you know open to the idea of like you being like we made something really good based on your work like we want to now like he's got to be flexible oh yeah i'm sure he's like like
1: yeah, I'm if sure. If, like you that. made something really good on it, and like yeah. you want to put it into like film festivals or stuff, you'd probably have to like go to him, show him. He would have, probably oh, well, have to yeah, be like, he's going to want to yeah. see it. Yeah. And then he'd have to be like, okay, you're right. This is really good. Uh, all right. This is how much yeah. I'll charge. This is how much I think yeah. that like this is worth or whatever. Or be like, I just want money on the back end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I,
0: I just want I. Want a percentage of profit? You know what yeah. I mean, like that, something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean? but then you'd still have to pitch to a studio and stuff. But I mean, obviously, if you were to get Stephen King on board, where he's yeah. like, I'm impressed like with what you did. Tell yeah. you what, don't even call Paramount. Let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like you know what I mean? I got like, this <laughs> young whippersnapper here that uh <laughs> did a really good job
0: with this. Uh I found a diamond in the rough here. I want fast tracking through early yeah i mean yeah it's definitely uh yeah once you got stephen king to be like yeah i'm impressed what you did like i don't think there's a studio that's going to not show interest
1: i wonder if that's also like a thing like even if you just make it for a non-profit if you if like he's like yo i also want to see that shit or if he's just like yeah as long as you're not selling i don't give a shit like (laughs) Like, I wonder if he also wants to see the projects as well. Yeah. so that'd be I mean, interesting.
0: I, I, I would, but I, you know, I don't know. Stephen King's yeah. getting old, man. He's getting, oh, by the way. just He doesn't look
1: like it, though. He, he still looks good. Like...
0: He's a strange, he's strange looking. At... Right. Stephen King actually does make a very small cameo in the stand that we just talked about. Via a poster, I know this. Yeah, yeah. you that. To, I meant to mention that on uh, the previous cast, and I I, I forgot. To, so I he was like, doesn't... "Oh, there's the
1: re- uh, there's the uh, king." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was real obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, I just I, <laughs> they weren't were trying I just, to hide it. it at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, so what's next?
1: But uh, what were like uh, what were some of the uh, ones you wanted to uh, see at that? Time? I can layers. tell you. Yes, definitely the lying liars. I, I, I mean, I was fond of the, uh, the movie, the TV series when I, when I was younger and I saw it. But like, I've gone back probably in like the mid two thousands to try to watch it, and I couldn't do it. Like, these special effects were just so bad. <laughs>
0: there, I gotta tell you, uh, some of the acting.
1: Was, oh yeah, some of so the acting is really terrible too. But like,
0: so, um, yeah, that that definitely that was not the a team in terms of like talent but um i just think that story has like infinite potentials like you know you're talking about a different adaptation of the running man like yeah. they're so like there's so i mean it's just so open like there's so much that you could do with that story there's so many different ways you could tell it there there's i just think it would be really 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 cool yeah like you know and uh yeah I yeah I mean for me that is like that just comes to the top of the list like that's number 1 on my list of what I'd like to see um i had heard but this was like two years ago so obviously it's not happening but i had heard that there was significant interest into doing what they just did with the stand uh with
1: the tommy knockers yeah because i would love I'd, to see tommy knockers that would be because I believe
0: the tommy knockers came out right around the time the stand did
1: didn't it yeah uh I think so. It was like mid nineties. Yeah. Like I think that zombie knockers is much better uh than the stand. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just been so long. I mean they were very, very, very different. Yeah. Um but uh I I don't remember the tommy knockers like i remember more like the stand in the 90s i don't remember the tommy knockers that well i know that i i know the plot um and i know some of the actors and actresses that were in your it. boy
1: and, uh jimmy smith is in it
0: yeah and <laughs> i i remember people becoming because they start losing their teeth and crap like that, like and yeah, I remember the Like I get that, I get the town. It's kind of, instead of vampires, it's time it's aliens like taking yeah. over the town. Um, and you know it. I don't know. I, I'd like to see it, but like I said, it's been. I heard about it like two years ago that there was interest in it, and I haven't heard anything since. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, but. I see, I would think that that would be because you already have an outline in that there was already a series and you can take from that, I would think that that would make that would be a more attractive proposal, you know, and easier to get interest in if you were going to pitch that because like it's something the public's already familiar with like you know they saw i remember the miniseries being like a big deal when i was younger i remember my parents watching it i remember my parents yeah, i watched it prison. with my dad
1: yeah Yeah,
0: I remember my parents having friends like I remember people being pumped about it. So like I would think that like something that has already proved to be lucrative and successful would be something easy to attract. Um, But uh, yeah, I I haven't heard anything else since. No, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know like what the fuck's going on, because like the pandemic is just like so fucked up. Like, who knows? it could have been on the list and like, you know, it's like people with the pandemic like ideas are just going to die right now yeah so I, I don't know if i don't know if that's it but like I, I would just think that that would be something like very practical that we could see sometime in the future
1: well i just found it on my uh list uh the original one was made in 93 there was yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah right there
1: there was a tv a version announced in 2015 but that's dead now but there is it seems like a movie in development uh with James Wan uh and Roy Lee uh James Wan most recently did the uh Aquaman movie he's done a lot of horror stuff though or no I think really he might have done... happened there
0: was a really an Aquaman movie
1: yeah with uh <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> with with Jason Momoa
0: not the guy from Entourage. Oh, no,
1: no it's, it's, not the, it's not the James Cameron Entourage one. <laughs> this is, this is, I to like, like, bro, <laughs>
0: like, you know, I don't talk to like that many people about shit, like, you know, like television and movies, and like, I have a history of mental illness. And like I wasn't actually sure if that happened or if it was in my head, and I never asked anyone about
1: it. That would have been great if uh, James so, Cameron had directed. I'm not Rafa. trying to be funny. I'm not
0: trying to be funny right now. I was not sure if I had just dreamt that or like <laughs> it was just in my head or what. Like you saying that that's great. I I re, yeah I know Entourage. Like I know that dude. That, like I didn't know that actually happened. Who yeah. is Aquaman?
1: Uh, Jason Momoa. Played, uh, call, call, uh, call Drago. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: That that's, Uh, that's fucking crazy.
1: Anyway. Yeah. But, Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, him and the guy who did it, uh, Roy Lee, uh, they've signed up to produce a film adaptation. Uh, universal has the rights for the project, Um, and they've tapped, uh, Jeremy Slater to write the scripts. Uh, he recently did, uh, Fox's the exorcist tv series uh he's also worked on the lazarus project which was pretty much the flatliners uh and uh 2015's fantastic four so i think the
0: the flatliners wasn't that just called the flatliners you're talking about the one with ellen page
1: yeah there was another but the lazarus Project is pretty much the same thing from what i from what i remember uh from i think i'm pretty sure i saw it but it was pretty much like almost the same thing as flatliners like well that's
0: uh, that's ridiculous uh,
1: yeah but uh there um so he's hired to write it and there's been speculation that juan might direct as well but there's been no official uh Announcement on that yet. So I guess it is in development, and there's just there's two producers, and there's a writer and a studio involved. So so
0: would you consider this pre-production or
1: production? Like in no, this is production. If it's if if it says in production, then that means they're filming. Okay. If it just says in development or pre-production, then they're still in the writing process. Yeah. Gotcha um
0: oh, well that's so, so that well that's uh that's interesting so i guess it is i i, I don't expect to see it anytime soon no uh, yeah
1: it could be uh a while from now because i know james is. juan is doing other projects with uh hbo max and stuff so he might end up just producing this and while he does his other things, so who knows we'll see when uh things start to clear up a little bit but yeah. uh some of the other ones i've noticed that they are uh redoing is going to be the uh, fire starter uh salem's lot i think there there, there was talk of uh, again yeah uh, i think there was also going to do jerusalem's lot and a salem's lot
0: that's i mean uh, there is salem's lot there is a salem's lot part two and there's already been a salem's lot mini series
1: yeah and this is there's, going to be another salem's uh, lot i don't know does it say if it's a? Uh, oh, he's he's uh, James Wan is producing this uh, as well.
0: They should just get Rob Lowe to play it again. I mean, Rob Lowe looks pretty much the same as he did thirty years ago.
1: So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean. says uh, screenwriter Gary Doberman will adapt and now direct. So, but it's also produced by James Wan alongside Roy Lee and, and Mark Wahlberg.
0: This is a Salem's. I'm sorry. Um, just to be clear, is this Salem's Lot? Is this a feature-length film, or is this, this looks, looks like a movie? Television. Yeah,
1: this okay. looks like a movie. Yeah,
0: and they're uh, so they're not going to call it Salem's Lot Part Three because <laughs> that's would <laughs> day it would be Salem's Lot Part Three.
1: That's true. Uh, I do see here that uh, Mike Flanagan is directing. He's attached to direct a uh, revival. Based on a 2014 novel about a preacher turned faith healer who opens up a portal to a much darker place than he could imagine. I'm into that because it's again.
0: Yeah, I know. It's just I've heard that like darker than he can
1: imagine. I'm, yeah. I've heard that
0: so <laughs> many times, bro. <laughs> like,
1: I'd like to hear yeah. one where he opens a portal to some place that's that's not as dark as he would imagine. To <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not really that dark.
0: Or I, a place I, thought, that's I thought this was like going be really dark in here. Mad, it's yeah, not really like, not
1: dark. Or it could be a
0: place that's like mad dark, but like he could be like, it's real dark, but I could imagine slightly more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not much. This, this is exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> Darker than he can imagine, or, you know, worse than he could imagine. Like, I don't. I, you gotta be a little bit more articulate with the titles, Uh, guys you got a little bit more articulate
1: (laughs) speaking speaking of which uh Alex Ross Paley Perry was recently attached to a remake of the dark half
0: so that's the one with the sparrows right The the dark half this thing where he said as the sparrows are flying again, or something, wasn't like Mickey Rourke in the one, the Dark Half that already got made.
1: We'll see that because I kind of get that one well, and the Jeremy totally, Irons maybe I'm, twins maybe one. I'm confused. Confused. I think I think Dark Half is with um Sam Neil, isn't it?
0: I, I thought I thought it had something to do. Oh with no, it was it's Timothy spending.
1: Hutton. It's Timothy Hutton.
0: Yeah, I think that's the one with the sparrows.
1: That one was ninety uh. three as well uh let's see i don't yeah i think there's sparrows and shit in it I, there, I
0: there was line. a tag there was a tagline about sparrows and i i thought i remembered like a guy's face getting eaten off by birds like that's what i think of uh when i think of the dark half
1: but i'm not sure if oh yeah uh, michael worker is the sheriff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yep not yep. not uh Mickey Rourke. You said Mickey Rourke.
0: Oh, I, I was thinking, Walker, I was thinking yeah. of Michael Rourke, I didn't mean yeah. to say <laughs> Mickey
1: Rourke. Um, that's
0: right. Yeah, that's like what I remember. of. Um, I, I, Are there, yeah, The Dark Half Sparrows. I'm just, I, I, obviously, I don't want to like talk. Yeah, but that is the. the uh, yeah, there's yeah. an adaptation,
1: another adaptation of that. Uh, there was another one. Of, what else did I see here? thought they were oh uh hearts in atlantis mm-hmm. because apparently the hearts in Atlantis movie that came out wasn't really it was based on only like a small part of the of the book so yeah it says the movie adapted is actually a retelling of two other novellas in stephen king's collection of the same name uh the movie adapted low men in yellow coats and heavenly shades of of the night are falling the new hearts in Atlantis is more of uh, I think it's just gonna be called hearts uh, is a coming of age story that takes place at the University of Maine dorm Vietnam era. Uh, main character Peter lives in an all male dormitory where all the students have become obsessed with playing hearts, you know, the game.
0: Oh, okay
1: this obsession has serious implications for both their academic and personal lives. So it sounds nothing like the movie we got <laughs> with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Um, God, why am I drawing a blank? Anthony Hopkins. Thank you. It's, it's supposed to be completely different that
0: so i i i I didn't mean to not rescue that i was just when we i just looked up and um yeah there's a lot of uh interest in uh the dark half like um coming to like there being like another movie or a show or something like that i just typed in dark half sparrows and the first thing came up was the sparrows are flying again. And there were like links to some uh, okay. people on Reddit and stuff talking about like, yeah, dude, they got to bring this back. Did you hear about this, this? Obviously, <laughs> I'm not going to like, you know, I didn't yeah. take hours to go through, but like, and yeah. there was a thing that said, the sparrows are flying again. And then the uh, thing, meaning question mark. So like, yeah, like the, uh, apparently the book was really good. Yeah. I, I I haven't read it. Um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't read a lot of, um, I don't read a lot of fiction, but, um, you know, apparently it was like really good and the movie was just
1: God awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, God awful. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, I remember seeing it. I don't remember it being that, that good. But yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff in here that I, I, I haven't heard of. I already mentioned Firestarter. Um, Oh, here's the other one, Chapel White. It's a Adrian Brody. Uh, He's put. It's an intriguing period piece, chronological, uh, chronological. (laughs) Yeah, chronological in the origins of the author's signature hard novel, *Salem's Lot*. So it's a piece about the author. Of the fictional author of Salem's Lot, I guess it's supposed to come out on uh, Epics, and it's uh it's gonna adapt to Jerusalem's Lot*, a short story prequel to *Salem's Lot*. If that, is, if that any of that makes sense.
0: <laughs> kind, kind. Who wait? Who um owns Epics?
1: Um, that's a good question.
0: Because they actually have their own app yeah like, and their own like i guess like i thought it
1: was cinemax
0: yeah uh, like i i thought it was the movie i wasn't i'm not, I'm not sure i was just here i we don't have to like get into it. i i was yeah. just i was just asking because i i had noticed that epics has its own app and like it streams its own movies it's yeah, not it's, like its own library of it's stuff.
1: mgm mgm owns That's it yeah. yeah so mgm lionsgate viacom yeah those guys but uh yeah so they're the ones that they're gonna do so jerusalem's lot is a is a prequel is a short story prequel to salem's lot and it's just in
0: in salem's lot salem's lot was called jerusalem yeah
1: yeah but i I just wanted to try to differentiate the two different projects that are going jerusalem's lot the chat is going to be called chapel white which is a prequel to salem's lot Mm -hmm. it's gonna,
0: gonna be called salem's
1: lot yeah and it's about the events in the 1850s that initially brought the evil to um the main town to salem's lot so yeah that's gonna be the initial story so yeah
0: they should get the guy that uh directed the movie the witch to
1: direct that Ooh. um yeah. Like to do I about. Yeah. That guy's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, to do both. like Yeah.
0: And they should get all the actors from The Witch to also be in it. <laughs> they were all great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's true. uh Then the only other thing that, that was all the main ones I knew about. I'd like to see another Needful Things. I think that'd be dope. Yeah.
0: I mean, that would be a really cool television show. You yeah. could make you could make and there's you could do a lot, yes, that a lot of Stephen King's ideas like give way to like so many little subplots within the plot. You yeah. know what I mean? That and, and like stuff like that, like sort of like what Jar, George R. R. Martin did, does with Game of Thrones, like you could make a you could make infinite movies and uh television shows just based on the intricate subplots. So you, Thank even King's writing, like, especially with something like Needful Things, where you have so many things, like, uh,
1: good, people needful, need, <laughs> illness, this, like, there, there's this so soul. many things that people need full of. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, literally, like, you could, like, an episode could just be talking, uh, could just be a story about, like, a family that's, like, real down on its luck, and how, like, they came to prominence meeting this guy. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, just thinking about that like i could speculate
1: for hours on like you know i mean like did you ever did did you ever watch uh, rick and morty Uh, i i've seen yeah there's a episode that's a needful things episode and that that was what got me into that show because like i had seen other people watch it and i was just like eh i'm not really into it and then like they were like no you gotta watch this episode and i like i watched the episode and i was like holy shit, this is a fucking Needful Things episode. This is fucking fantastic. And then they reference uh, Cronenberg. Like, there's a Cronenberg world. Uh, and, like, and it's all full of these, like, weird fucking creatures. And I was like, I like I like this. I need to start this for, uh, from the beginning. It's such a oh, fucking okay. uh, show. Yeah, yeah, there's a full Needful Things episode where, like, the devil comes into town and, like... Uh, um rick's granddaughter starts working for the the devil and like so he opens up the the shop like across the street that that removes the curses (laughs) from the items so he's like putting the other guy out of business and then like as soon as he get what he wants he just lights his place on fire and walks out (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking great you gotta watch it dude (laughs) would
0: would you say so would that be like in your top three like adaptations that you'd like to see come back to the screen like would be would need yeah of of
1: ones that's already made yeah definitely I think Needful Things Tommy Knockers and Langoliers would probably be my top three
0: I like the pilot episode for Needful Things to be a totally different town at the end of the rope like a whole bunch of buck wild shit happening, like you like the just,
1: like the end of in the mouth of madness, where it's yeah, just like, like them tearing everyone apart.
0: Well, like, at the and end like of the everything's on fire. Like, <laughs> and you have no idea what the hell's going on. You know, yeah. it's just, cre- you know, people eating their own children, like, blood in the streets, violence, guy running up to another guy with an axe, like, you know, I mean, yeah. like, just, like, a, a town and, like, the whole first hour is just constant chaos, civil unrest, murder fucking, like, non-stop, and everybody angry as fuck at everybody else with no explanation as of why they're so murder- murderously mad at one another and then yeah. that just be the pilot and like at the end of the pilot you just see a car drive away yeah and it's that dude
1: <laughs> and then
0: it goes into yeah i think that'd be awesome yeah i could oh god yeah i'm yeah, really yeah. hoping this get this gets made
1: yeah, I think that would work out as a uh, TV series over a uh, movie yeah.
0: too. I think I think so too, because there's just so many little things you can't. Ha- like, dude, you gotta have see- like there could ever there's so there's so much to that story a lot of the story of needful things is the story of individual people like having their struggles and how they got there like especially with that guy buster who is played by uh jt walsh needful things oh yeah, yeah. and he, there's that one thing where uh he's he's uh talking to max van zent is that his name who played the Oh, Max Max Van
1: Snoud. Snoud. It's like S-Y. I forget how to pronounce his last name, but yeah, the classic. I
0: just remember remember him on the phone with him, and he's like, I killed my wife. Is that wrong? And he's like, no, these things happen. (laughs) I just, I always like that line. You don't know what I'm talking about?
1: No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: he's like, I killed my wife. And he's like, it's okay, these things happen
1: yeah um the only only one i would have liked to seen which has now been like scrapped completely uh would have been the dark tower series because like they were supposed to do that that movie that came out which was terrible the one with idris elba and matthew mcconaughey Books. no i still Did haven't read all them? the books i think i've started oh. like the first one and that like, oh i
0: thought you it. told me i i remember sending i thought you had told me like you were like yeah the, i asked you what kind of quality they were and you're like it's good qual- i thought you said you were like 300 pages in you were like plowing oh through
1: uh, no maybe like one book i might be uh mm-hmm. and uh, but no i've checked i went and checked to make sure all they were oh, all i good. thought you were like flying I, through this. no yeah i haven't flown through them at all i I've kind of put it down and I haven't gone back to it. But uh yeah, they were supposed to do that movie and then they were supposed to do an Amazon TV series that was gonna supposed to lead to like another movie or something like that. And then Amazon had picked up the the rights and they were gonna do a straight up series, but and it was a uh, show run by one of the guys who did Walking Dead. But I guess since the movie did so bad, like Amazon just scrapped it completely. There is an uh, there was there's a an,
0: Walking Dead movie.
1: No, 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 I'm talking about the the guy who uh, it was one of the showrunners for the walking dead series
0: oh, it was supposed oh, oh, to God.
1: show it was supposed to be a showrunner on the uh dark tower series and that got scrapped like last summer i believe um there was supposed to be there is an unaired pilot so they shot a pilot for it i don't know if we'll ever see it But uh he had like a multi season arc for it. And I and like there's just so much material in there. It's like, why would you not do this? Like yeah. Like uh or like I like because I kind of thought that's where Castle Rock was gonna do was pretty much like a Dark Tower esque thing with all these different characters and stuff in it. But then it's like, why not just a death? And then when I heard about oh, they're gonna do a straight up adaptation where it's like a fucking western meets fucking fantasy series with different worlds and shit like that. And like there's a bunch of those type of shows coming out now, so it's like this would be fucking perfect. And I guess they they've uh, canceled it. I'll have to uh there's a King Cast podcast where I guess uh these guys talk with uh some writers and uh creators that have worked on on Stephen King stuff or they just talk about
0: stephen king. king doesn't do any kind of like um monthly
1: no. he doesn't do it's any not, kind of casting stuff, right no it's not him himself
0: no it's, i'm asking yeah does stephen king because i i heard that um stephen king is um somewhat reluctant to do many interviews
1: yeah i don't um, think i don't know if i he's was wondering even on if it. he
0: was involved in social media at all
1: no, it's uh, it's just two, it's just two guys. I don't even know who they are, but they, they, I think this is a pretty new cast. I think it's only like a year old, maybe. I don't know how many episodes they have, but I um, they did an interview with uh, the guy, in one of the early uh episodes where they talk about um the dark tower and stuff like that so i'd have to go back and listen to it to really figure out his plans of what he wanted to do for the show but like i hope somebody picks it up and adapts it because it's there's so much material there you can do an easy fucking like seven eight seasons with that shit too (laughs) you 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 already have seven to eight seasons well, think about how many. If you go through and look at all the books that are involved in the Dark Tower series, it's like people, thirty people have told me,
0: Like people have told me that the ideal intro to Stephen King, someone that's new to the writer, is to read the Dark Tower series first, yeah. and then from there you'll you see like the, how a lot of the characters from the Dark Tower series um, have like their own spinoffs
1: yeah yeah pretty much like because i think even like uh it and the shining and i think yeah. a lot of those other ones are kind of all in that dark tower universe yeah. so it's like yeah B- there's like bob- little references to them and yeah. stuff like that the, so. ma-
0: the macroverse where bob gray is from is yeah. i think like started and yeah i I'm, i don't i don't know where they are in chronological order like i'm not sure what their sequence is but yeah neither people have said to me that like, you know, if you were going to start reading Stephen King, Dark Tower, and then whatever else you want, but yeah. start, start there. So,
1: I mean, it's already been adapted into like graphic novels and stuff like that, and the artwork, and it's really good, but like, it's like, well, why not just bring it to the screen? I don't know. Whatever, but yeah. Right,
0: right now, I mean, right now, though, I mean, if if I was right now, there's nothing. I would not be trying to start any pro-
1: projects. Right? You don't right think now you would just I hire was. a writer at least and and see where it goes?
0: Yeah, yeah. I maybe yeah, now that you say it like that, like yeah, maybe it would be worth to just hire a writer and get like an outline or something like that. I'm just talking about the state of the world right now, like. Yeah if i was i don't know yeah I, I i don't know obviously if i was in that business yes then i would do that but like
1: oh that's the main I, thing i'd be focused on i wouldn't even be worried about like they're spending all this money on getting stuff into production and spending extra money on like ppe and stuff for the for that i'd be i'd be like all right well let's take this time So, I mean, I guess if you've already started filming, you kind of want to finish those things, but anything else on the docket that you have writers on, it's like, all right, well, let's take it, let's take another run at this, let's get the writing down, let's get it fucking absolutely fucking keyed in, and then we can get into it, yeah. I,
0: I get that, I mean, I guess if the money was there for me to hire those people and I'd be able to do it, I guess what I was trying to get at is like, right now currently like it seems like it's more lucrative to be the writer of like you know to be the writer of a novel rather than to be somebody that's like writing stuff for television um just because i'd be so uncertain about the potential for anything getting made because everything depends on the world getting itself collectively together and like you know i mean like we i'm not gonna dig into because we've talked about like the ridiculous uh amount of extra money like almost double per episode what you would normally spend due to like you know uh requirements for uh personal protective gear and you know uh things to uh make people safe during the pandemic I would just be so absolutely like mortified that if i had like a really good idea like it could be years or never before it's made because of purely financial
1: reasons yeah but well, I mean if the company's well, already come in and paying you to write it it's like yeah i'll write this like if you're, oh, if, you're yeah, paying, if they're coming, yeah.
0: i'm talking about but yeah like to start the word, something yeah, yeah to start ordinary, something
1: new that you're gonna go yeah. pitch yeah that's a different story yeah, like no. if,
0: yeah if you're stephen king like if you're stephen king like you can just keep writing novels and you're gonna keep making money because people are you know they're gonna read you don't have to worry yeah. about that you don't have the moving pieces that you have when you're oh god i i just like if i was like if i had already just made my first piece and i was just starting to make it in hollywood as like a writer you know what whatever like i would just be so fucking pissed off right now <laughs> yeah i'd be
1: hoping big companies would be coming to me and be like hey go out and write this while we're in the pen but i'd be like all right like you're gonna pay me oh yeah but like yeah trying to be like an independent uh writer where you're like trying to write come up with your own original stuff and then having to go pitch that to the studio it's not going to go anywhere right now I'd like be scared if I was that. a big studio um,
0: too I'd be scared if I was a big studio too though I'd be squandering all this money on shit that like you know sounds good and looks good and we think could make money but just isn't because there's going to be major outbreaks of this and that and like it just seems like you know what I mean like that Tom Cruise meltdown was like
1: yeah. spot on
0: like yeah. you know what I mean I felt his jam
1: I guess so, if you have like if you have have the big studio like Warner Brothers or Disney and you're just basically and I think TV right now would be the way to go unless you were already filming something
0: well not, like, not if you were also the writer of novels if you were like a capable writer that oh of. yeah
1: yeah obviously but I'm just I'm talking about like screenwriters stuff like that yeah if you're one, but a, a, but even like studio wise if unless you're one of those companies that can like streamline everything where you can like have somebody write it you can you can film it and then you can just release it to your service and you're still you're still making money off it, because then you're bringing subscribers into your service so you're not yeah. really losing money that well, way it's
0: the filming that's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, obviously There's it's not that big of a problem. Can be
0: horribly wrong.
1: Yeah, but I mean, people are still filming stuff now, so and they've been filming stuff but, I mean, there've been some shutdowns and some bring it back up and yes it's expensive and it's definitely more expensive than it was but also if you're one of those uh studios if this project comes out and it, and it's good and you you're just you're not having to promote it really you're not spending extra money
0: there's so like promotion there's less and and it's coming right onto yes. your
1: service you're just trying at this point you're just trying to bring people to your streaming service like you're not worried about how, uh somebody else buying it or something like that so yeah, it's I just, know. I don't know,
0: it just seems to me that this would be a very high anxiety time for everyone involved in the ent- entertainment. Oh,
1: I'm sure, I'm sure it is, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I
0: mean, I just, I heard this crazy thing about Broad Street, how, like, or Broadway, Broad Street. That's a, Broadway that's a different how movie. Yeah. Like, And like the stuff they want to do is just so fucking ridiculous. Like if I was in, if I was kind of showtime seeing like, oh God, this, I would just be walking around like nonstop
1: angry as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be, uh, that's gotta be difficult for Broadway. Yeah. But, uh, any other, uh, series that you have in mind or is that about that, it? Oh,
0: uh, I it, it pretty much good. I mean, for me, it's now that you mentioned needful things, I hadn't thought about that, but like, for me, I would say like my top three would be, langoliers number one needful things number two and then maybe the tommy knockers like remake number three if i if i could and you know but like you said it looks like there is already something involved uh in the works with the tommy knockers yeah i think so, needful things interested. was the only one
1: needful things was the only one i didn't see in the list of uh a new yeah. adaptation but i think pretty yeah. much everything that has come out before is coming out again it seems like and stephen king said like yeah. at least nowadays there, like at, nothing is unfilmable like the technology is there and yeah, like, Yeah, yeah, that's can, true. You can easily do that now, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it seems like, I mean, hey, man, I just watched pictures of a fucking spacecraft land on Mars the other day. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, the technology is definitely fucking, and it looked like a movie. It yeah. looked like an HD movie. So, like, after seeing, I, I got to tell you, I was really blown away. I really was. Uh, after that, you know, I think about, yeah, I, I think anything is possible visually after we dropped that craft
1: yeah and the way uh, they've they've been filming stuff uh with with disney like the way they shot mandalorian which was basically on like, it wasn't necessarily a green screen, but they had like projected the scene in the background of their thing. I'll have to send yeah, you the video for I, this. I get,
0: no, I could tell there was a whole bunch of like unique stuff going on. Right yeah, there. Like, it's like, really
1: been, fascinating. You'll have yeah, to check I out. There's, I think my, there's a behind yeah. the scenes uh, thing on Disney+. Plus. If you check out the behind the scenes thing on Disney Plus for Mandalorian, you can see what they do. And I've seen a lot of like productions are starting to use that that now because it's so much cheaper, and you don't you don't need to go scout locations and stuff. You can just shoot it right there, and there's a lot less um, crew involved on shooting something there as well
0: yeah so, so i mean i guess if there was one good thing about like the pandemic it would be like ingenuity i mean it, it, yeah. it would be for people like trying to find out like what works and like when things are to like you know clear up hopefully like you know it, it could be that we have invented new avenues that we would not have um come across had it not been for the hardship of the pandemic you know what i mean so like that could be really cool like so you know just try to end the cast on something positive
1: yeah and that's 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 about it <laughs> all right well uh thanks for joining me uh thanks for listening and uh we'll see you uh next time uh thanks for uh joining me again kek i'm saying uh, always uh, we'll I'll talk to you soon all right peace peace